Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back to another soul-driven episode. It's just you and me today. I almost said baby. I can't stand the word baby. Hey baby, I love you baby. (laughs) I think I may have like, you know, by age 18 been like, never call me baby to any of the guys I dated, boyfriends I had. I was like, I don't wanna hear babe, baby, honey, forget it. Um, I wanted my own unique name. I was like, really? Do you want to remind me of all of the other guys who called me baby? (laughs) I just never really understood that. Um, Total side rant, thank you for taking that journey with me. All right. Today we're here to talk about anger and what a powerful subject, a subject that is not talked about enough and such a huge healer, healer, if if you know what I mean. Maybe you don't want to know what I mean, but we're going to talk about that in a minute. However, on the front end, I would like to ask you this question, something to revisit for yourself as we go through today's topic what is your relationship with anger how do you experience it how do you feel about anger and we'll come back to that in a minute first i just wanted to share a couple of things with you one i'm doing extra episodes on friday now y'all i'm so excited super excited make sure to check those out be subscribed because i'm not sending out emails But these are going to be just fantastic, smaller tidbits of episodes with all kinds of topics. I've got different segments like listener questions, things I love, um, soul talk, just some really, really good stuff. And I can't wait to share them with you. So make sure to check out those Friday episodes. Second, if you're not aware, I am now creating helpful, supportive, valuable videos for you on YouTube on smaller topics. Um, Last week it was on energetic protection and I'm gonna just continue making these, showing up at another place. And you know, we, we all consume information in different places and I wanna show my face. You, you, you get to see the nerdiness come out and realize, oh, she's really like that. However, today's discussion about anger might, might totally change that for you. We'll, we'll just see. Um, and then just a few announcements. First tonight is the Access the Akashic Records workshop. You still have until 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to sign up. I think we have one or two tickets left. So if that is of interest to you, if you have been wanting to learn how to utilize the records for yourself, if you want to empower yourself in these times, I can't stress enough to you 
how much the Akashic Records have changed my life and what I have seen them do with my clients in the Confidence Series right now. I mean, like, it's, they have completely changed my life. So if this is of interest to you, make sure to grab a seat before it's all sold out. Come and join us tonight. You'll walk away with all the tools that you need to begin your personal practice in addition to access um, to a private community for additional support. And if you can't attend live, don't worry about it. You will get the replay tools, whole nine yards. Um, Second thing is you have until the end of July to receive 10% off of my Akashic Soul readings with the code SUMMERTIME. It's, I guess, a summertime special. But um, yeah, things are getting ready to shift, getting ready to change. I'm super pumped. But if you have been needing direction or healing or understanding, guidance, whatever the case may be, now is the time. Take advantage. And then finally, I'm so pumped about this. The very first monthly Akashic toolkit is now available for July. It's nine bucks. This is a toolkit that is created to provide you support throughout the month. And it's all based upon the monthly Akashic forecast theme. And so you will be receiving in that toolkit the recording of the monthly forecast that you can revisit, um, I recommend, once a week throughout the month. Then a workbook with tools, resources, and journaling prompts to really help you to anchor into the theme for the month. You know, get intimate with it. Understand what it's going to look like for you in life, um, how it can be done, maybe some roadblocks, whatever the case may be. Um, And then finally, the ice cream on top. (laughs) Sometimes I say things and I'm like, okay, that's random. Um, (laughs) An Akashic activation to really just, man anchor into this monthly energy, bring you back to center whenever you need, incorporate like healing. Just the Akashic activations are something that I was led to start doing in the confidence series and they are powerful to say the least. So check it out. All links in the show notes. Okay. Let's talk about anger, anger, anger. So why is it so important to talk about anger now? I mean, honestly, multiple reasons. You know, these times, I think, bring up a lot of anger within us because I think a lot of us are waking up, right? We're starting to to tune into our bodies, tune into how we feel about things, tune into situations, and anger is coming up to the surface readily. I've been seeing it like with my... Um, students in the Akashic series. I've been seeing it with my clients. I've been seeing it in my own personal life. There's a lot of anger that's coming to the surface right now. But it's also like one of these topics. It's like taboo. People don't really talk about it. In fact, there's not enough discussion about it. And as far as I'm concerned, the more I wade into not only myself and using my voice, but also just realizing these are the topics These are the things that can really, really push us ahead in our growth. And anger has become one of my favorite spiritual practices in regards to working with anger and such a powerful 
spiritual tool in my own life. It was only a matter of time before I really talked about this and I'm so pumped to do so. Because again, there's there's so much conditioning and stereotyping and well, I guess maybe stereotyping isn't the word, but there's so much pushback when it comes to anger, right? Like we see it as this super negative thing. And you are either someone who feels anger intensely or you are someone who represses it. Very, very few of us actually know how to work with anger, actually understand it, actually are able to utilize it for all of its benefits in our life. You know, especially if you're female, the majority of of women grew up not being able to express themselves. You know, women, when they get upset about something, it's like, oh, you're crazy, right? We jump right into that crazy word. Um, <laughs> it's a conversation my partner and I had early on in our uh, relationship. I was like, don't ever call me crazy when I'm upset, okay? <laughs> not a good word to use. And it's used so frequently. I think it's a word that I've even used before without even realizing it. It is ingrained in us. You know, for whatever reason, it's more okay for men to get angry than women, right? It's like if a man gets angry, he is just asserting his power. He is asserting his dominance and that's sexy or something. I don't, I don't know. But for women, it's like, oh no, no. You've got to be quiet. You've got to, you know, stay in line. Um, you know, women, we're, we're taught to be quiet as kids, right? And so this is such, this is a heated topic. And I think that for the majority of us, we've got some pretty big hangups with anger, depending upon which side of the paradigm that we grow up on. And anger for me is something that I have known my entire life. I was born into this lifetime angry. Angry at God, angry at so many different things. And let me just say that I think that anger is a really interesting emotion because it's like there's anger and then what is the opposite of anger? Joy, right? At least that's the way that I see it. And you might see something a little bit different besides joy, but for me, because I have a very intense personality and have all often bounced back and forth between these extremes in life, I've gone from anger to joy, anger, joy, anger, joy, right? Or anger, excitement, whatever the case may be. But I grew up feeling anger and also grew up in a family that was angry. So my father's side of the family, Spanish, intense, loud, reactive, angry. <laughs> also, a ton of freaking fun. I mean, like a ton of freaking fun, right? But reactive, angry. Anger was always kind of close to the surface. You never knew when it might pop through. Versus my mother's side of the family, total opposite, very sort of vanilla, if you will, middle of the road, um, they were not taught how to feel much emotion, much less express emotion. And I think when it came to anger, it was like something that kind of was beneath the surface, right? So anger would grow, 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 and then explode in some sort of overly weird, odd, 
awkward emotional event, um, often screaming, crying, like a mix of all of the things, um, just very indicative of not being able to or not knowing how to express emotions. And I would say that, you know, while I don't think either extreme is like the best, I the benefits of growing up with um, my very, you know, Spanish side of the family with all of the emotions is that I saw anger as something that came and went very quickly. And I also learned, you know, in the midst of that, how to express my emotions in some way. I didn't bottle them up. I've never been someone who bottles up my emotions, even in the midst of trying to manage it throughout my life. But I, I, I'm not capable of bottling up emotions. And quite frankly, I think that that's a good thing. But, you know, living between those two very different sort of dynamics made my childhood environment volatile, to say the least. And when you grow up in a volatile situation, you're kind of always, you know, uh, hyper aware of what's going on. It's, it's not the best. So I definitely don't want to say you know, it's whatever. But again, I saw anger as something that can't kind of came and went. And so like when I met my partner and we started dating, you know, I would react to something or get angry about something, express it, whatever, and then it would go away. And for him, he would get angry about something, express it, react, whatever. And then it would just, I mean... Well, actually, at the beginning of our relationship, because um, he's come a long way with his anger as well, like it would build up and then just explode. And it was scary for me when it would explode because he was such a calm guy the majority of the time. And then that anger would stick around for like 24, 40 hours. And I was just like, what is going on? What is this? I, <laughs> I don't understand this. And so I asked you the question at the beginning of the episode, like, what is your relationship with anger? Because I really want you to think about what, how you saw anger expressed growing up and how perhaps you learned to express it because of those things, or what is your relationship to it? You know, and I'm sure it's changed and evolved and, and, and maybe not, maybe this is not something that you've put a lot of time and effort into considering within yourself, but Anger for me was always front and center. You know, I was diagnosed as a kid, um, ADHD, very young. And, you know, I have a lot of thoughts about that that I'm not going to get into today. But ADHD, so there is this very interesting, like, biological thing that's different about us in that there's a switch in the mind um, and... Uh, basically this switch when someone gets really upset this like this sort of like switch will act like a best friend to someone and be like okay so you're upset but you probably don't want to say that you probably don't want to do that thing um whereas for ADHD brains like that's just not there so um ADHD kids adults whatever can be very temperamental very reactive very quick to express themselves and usually in a very intense way. And for myself, this was something that was always present. And I grew up very scared of this part of myself because, you know, I learned from a young age, it was like, I knew it was powerful. 
I lost relationships because of it throughout my life. I've lost jobs. I have, um, I have screwed up opportunities all because there was this like a reactability about me. And I was fearful of what it would do if I actually let it out, right? I would see it bubbling up to the very surface and then I would try to manage it. And because I grew up around all these really intense personalities, you know, I decided at a young age, like, I'm not going to express myself like that. I'm not going to do that. And so there are very few people that I would actually express my anger around. And of course, like my family being one, um, I didn't try to batten down the hatches there so much. Right. But then you get out and you realize like, oh, <laughs> I can't do that with other people. That's, that's not cool. Especially because anger is such a again, taboo subject that people just don't talk about. It's just like there's something wrong with you if you feel anger, something wrong with you if you um, are very reactive and you explode. And you know what I mean? Like there's not, there's no curiosity about this emotion, where it comes from, why it's created, why it's happening. You know what I mean? And so I am very intimate with anger. <laughs> and that's certainly part of why I share all this with you is because I want you to understand that anger for me has always been one of those really sticky topics up until just a few years ago when I intentionally started working on it and changing my relationship with anger. So before we dive into that too much, um, what is anger, right? Like, let's just kind of talk about anger a little bit. So anger is an emotion, as as I've said, but it's a natural emotion, okay? There is nothing wrong with feeling anger, all right? Absolutely nothing. And if you have shamed yourself for being angry or felt guilty, whatever the case may be, please don't. Please help this discussion to shift that for you, okay? Anger is a natural emotion and it is neither good nor bad. It is the action that we take after we feel anger that makes it negative or positive, right? So if we feel anger, but we work with it, that's a good thing. If we feel anger and we take it out on someone or we do something, you know, violent, that's obviously not a positive thing. But anger in and of itself is neutral, okay? And if you felt anger, you would probably fully disagree with that comment because anger is such a powerful, powerful emotion, right? So for me, when I feel anger, it takes over my entire body. I see all of the colors of the universe and I can't see right in front of me. I can't hear things. I can't take things in. I can't absorb. I can't, I am almost like disabled momentarily or until I pass through a, you know, a, a portal of calm. Um, and I'm going to share some tools with you and some processes with you here in just a little bit uh, that will be very helpful for you. But that's what happens to me personally when I get angry. It's a big experience. So if you're sitting there and you're like, yeah, right, anger is neutral, I feel you, okay? <laughs> but 
Again, it is. It's a, it's a natural emotion. And while there are so many different negative things that can come out of anger through action, anger is actually a really wonderful emotion. Some of the reasons why, first of all, it can motivate us. If we utilize anger, like let's say I've been trying to get in shape for decades, right? Um, and this is just an example, been trying to get in shape for decades and all of a sudden I just get pissed about it. And I'm like, I'm freaking doing this. That anger can be switched, flipped, and used to fuel me getting up in the morning, fuel me showing up, fuel me eating the right foods or making those decisions for myself, right? Something that's really interesting to me is that one of the ways that I see um, anger being very similar to in regards to another emotion is excitement. And that's why I think that you can utilize it to motivate you. Because like that feeling of excitement, it's, it's, it's just like anger, if you think about it. It's uncontrollable. At least for me, when I get excited, I have gotten myself in serious trouble when I've just been excited and I've said things or reacted in ways. Um, and you know, we can get in those moments of excitement and we're like, yeah, I'm gonna go party tonight. Or yeah, I'm gonna go on a date with this person. Or yeah, I'm gonna do this thing. Um, and not really think it through. It can be wild, right? Un unwieldy. And anger is the same thing. It's like, it's like a wildfire that can just show up. And then once it's run its course and it dies out, you're like, what happened? You know what I mean? And anger or excitement can be very similar. And so if we work with that anger, we can turn it into excitement for whatever it is that we are trying to accomplish in our life or different areas of our life in which we want to enact change. Another way that I think um, it is hugely, hugely helpful with is boundaries. Anger always lets us know when our boundaries have been crossed. And so if we know how to work with it, we can start utilizing anger to provide us important information, valuable information to utilize in our life. You know, boundaries are, are still a very new thing, right? And um, we've only kind of as a society here in the U.S. anyway, started talking about them for, oh gosh, I think it was like 2019, maybe a little bit 2018. I'm not really sure. Um, but I remember when those discussions first started popping up and I was just like, oh, Yes, 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 you know, it helped me to really understand why certain things bothered me so much. Because I grew up having pretty healthy boundaries, quite frankly, because my parents had very healthy boundaries, I think. So one of the ways in which they had boundaries was like, people just randomly stopping by at our house was not cool. They were like, no way. If we are sitting down for dinner, we want to be with the family. You know, people don't know what they're stopping by and, and we don't want to have to stop whatever it is that we're doing just to entertain someone else. Um, and there's pros and cons of that, right? But like, I got that because my family, my parents worked very hard. And so anytime that we were together as a family, like I, I didn't want even my friends stopping by and popping in. Um, so I grew up with 
pretty healthy boundaries. And because of that, I didn't understand a lot of the ways in which people would want to treat me. Um, it's funny because both my, my youngest sister and I grew up in the same household, but when it comes to like things like stopping by randomly, like that was never something that she learned. (laughs) Um, and when we were both way younger, way, way, way younger, like, um, and living in the same city, we used to get into the biggest arguments because she would just randomly show up at my house and I would be in the middle of something and like not trying to talk to her, hang with her, you know what I mean? Um, and it would really upset me. And there's this part of me that's like, no, this is wrong for you to feel this way. This is not cool for you to feel this way. You know, so much of the world is like, yeah, just do what you want. You know, take what you want, treat me how you want, whatever the case may be. And I am the opposite of that. Like I've always known how I wanted to be treated in my relationships, how I wanted to um, have a relationship with my friends, how I, how I, you know, treated my home and and my work and those sorts of things. And so I really didn't understand why it was that I would get upset about these things when everyone else was so chill. And so understanding boundaries for me, like, was huge. And then, of course, realizing that anger, anger is this tool to help us understand when our boundaries are crossed. And if you are someone who didn't grow up with strong boundaries or someone who really has a problem with your boundaries being crossed, anger can be your best friend because it can let you know like, hey, this is one other thing you don't like so much. And you don't need to question it. You don't need to ha- like be able to explain it to anybody else. Our boundaries are personal to us. And that's a whole different discussion. But nonetheless, anger can really help us with understanding our boundaries, right? Um, And kind of finally, in everything I've been sharing, anger is an extremely powerful tool for healing ourselves. Because when we are in the midst of anger, we can feel all kind of things. They can rise to the surface in so many ways. And anger is basically like hand in hand with our inner child, with that little person inside of us who wasn't nurtured, wasn't taken care of, wasn't wasn't loved the way that we wanted to be loved. And when we work with anger, we innately just naturally start working with our inner child and we're able to heal those things within us. Um, so a really useful tool for just understanding the emotional dynamics of who you are is human design. And I love human design for a number of reasons. I do sessions with folks, but when I first came across human design, one of the the most life-changing things for me that I learned was learning about my authority, which is emotional, understanding that I'm an emotional person. So there are um, two different types of, uh, there's energy types and non-energy types within the structure of human design. And very often the energy types can really be associated with a lot of emotions because they're like naturally fueled all the time uh, versus the the non-energy types that tend to be more even keeled even when they do have an emotional authority, they're more chill. 
But learning about my emotional authority was massive for me because it really, again, similar to understanding the language of boundaries, gave me an understanding for why I am so emotional when it comes to the way I experience emotions, the way I work with them, the way that I f- like feel them, everything, right? So emotionals, um, and, and what's really interesting about the emotional authority, and you can go to, um, there's several free tools online for you to look up your human design, highly recommend, um, especially for your kids, you know, partners, family members, whatever. Um, but emotionals make up over 50% of the world, which if you kind of understand that emotionals are just reactive, that we just kind of can explode, (laughs) it makes sense why people on social media have such a difficult time sharing their opinions in a polite and effective way. (laughs) Um, you know, human design, astrology, like all of these tools, what they really provide us, or at least for me, the way I look at them is they help me to have more compassion for my very human self who can just be such a train wreck sometimes, right? But that has been so helpful for me in regards to understanding how my emotions work, like that tide of what happens to me when I get hit with this wave of emotions that I can't see in front of me. So be sure to check that out for yourself. Um, And I guess just like another example here is, you know, the difference between like my partner and I, he does not have an emotional authority. And so when we first started dating, I would view his like expression of emotion to be pretty much non-existent. I, in, in some ways, like I didn't think he even really cared. Like he, he felt almost distant disconnected, it didn't make sense to me. And it was very upsetting for me. Whereas I'm sure that he viewed me as like super out of control. <laughs> In fact, I know he viewed me that way, right? Just like, what is what is her deal? And even today, when it comes to anger specifically, he's like, like why can't you just, you know, X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, I, I'm working on that. I'm getting there. That's gonna take me time, okay? <laughs> Um, I started working with a psychotherapist back in 2020 on my anger very intensely. Once I was shown through a reading with the psychic, why anger plays such a huge role in this lifetime for me. I'm actually healing some major, major wounds from some past lives in this lifetime. And And so I really wanted to dive in and I really wanted to start working with it. Um, I had already been doing a lot of work on my anger since getting into relationship with my partner um, almost six years ago and uh, because he just wasn't putting up with it. And that was a good thing for me. We, We have a very honest relationship and he was just kind of like, yeah, this is a lot. And I was like, I know, but it's so much better than it has been in the past. <laughs> my poor ex-boyfriends. If you listen to my podcast, I'm sending you love right now. Thank you so much for being such an amazing boyfriend to me because I have always been blessed with such patient and understanding boyfriends um, because I definitely struggled with being very reactive in my life. So 
Anyway, I really started working with her intensely on this and have had some of the biggest shifts of my life around anger that have helped me to heal in ways that I'm not even going to be able to express today because I don't fully understand, but that it has helped me to heal my heart. It has helped me to heal the relationship I have with my inner child. It has helped me to heal the relationship I have with myself. You know, the trust to be able to express myself in ways that don't destroy my world or destroy someone else. You know, like I talked about growing up with this fear. I mean, I was really scared when I would have issues with roommates. It was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to be able to talk to them? I, I, because the last thing I have ever wanted to do is hurt someone. Yet in my angry states, I can say just, you know, it's not that I'm a mean person. It's that I can say the thing that nobody else will say in those moments. And that can be extremely wounding, right? It's one thing to sit down and have a conversation with someone and be honest in a safe environment when you're both sharing. It's another thing to do it in the midst of anger. That can be just catastrophic, right? Depending upon what is said. And man, do I hate the hangover from those moments. I mean, breaks my heart always. So in the midst of the work that I've done, um, I have created a process for myself and I want to share this process with you as well, because I really think that anger is something that we need to get more intimate with. I think that when we start learning and, and transforming our relationship with anger, that leaks out into every other emotional aspect of our life and we start coming alive. Because angry, I mean, like people who are angry are alive, right? They, they are turned on. <laughs> Someone who like keeps it all bottled inside, they're keeping that massive life force within them. And that just deadens that flame. But we've got to learn how to manage this, right? And how to utilize it for our benefit. This is our responsibility. Nobody else's. We have to do this for ourselves. Okay, so the process. Number one, become aware, right? Awareness is always the first step. And if you're like me and you're an emotional person, emotional authority, whatever the case may be, being aware is massive. This is a huge undertaking. (laughs) But you want to start becoming aware when your body starts, you know, stiffening, maybe like puffing out start your heart starts beating your stomach maybe starts hurting you maybe you start sweating whatever the case may be maybe your voice starts getting a little bit louder start becoming aware right so we've got to be aware of when it is that we're angry when it is we're feeling that emotion and it can be for so many different reasons right um i think honestly like a lot of times i think we're angry because we we don't feel safe we, we, we are scared. We, you know what I mean? Like something is, is, is out of whack for us. Again, it's, it's boundaries. And so number one, become aware. Number two, get curious. You know, curiosity, man, if we could live from this place of curiosity, I just think everything in life would be so different. We would be so much more accepting of one another. We would be, we, we would just be living from that higher place. 
but we want to get curious with ourselves, right? Like, where is this coming from? Why am I feeling this way? You know, you can dialogue with fear. Number of different ways to do that. You know, you can, um, but ask, right? Tune into yourself. Where is this coming? What's going on? The more you understand, then you can take control of the situation, right? So get curious, educate yourself, educate yourself. And I would also say, if you have the ability, which you should always have this ability, but as soon as you feel yourself getting angry, step away, just step away. Get off the phone, I'll call you back. (laughs) Step away, because At that point, we still haven't turned anger into a negative thing, right? I have shared with my boyfriends literally since, I mean, since I was like a very young adult, um, hey, if I get angry and I try to walk away, like let me go, just let me go. Because I would pretty much just kind of pop up and want to run out of the room. But no matter how many times I shared this with guys, they did not do that. It has taken my current partner like several years to actually start doing that. Um, and back then, like I literally would just want to jump up and run out of the room because like I, I didn't know how to communicate that I needed space. I didn't, I was just feeling this massive flush of, of emotion. And so they would chase me down and try and make me talk and like, oh my gosh. And then I would just end up exploding and it was terrible. So if you are angry, get yourself you know, take yourself away. And or if you are in conversation with someone and you start sensing that they are getting angry, ask them, hey, do you need a couple minutes? I'm happy to give you a couple of minutes. You know what I mean? Like you step away, like you take control of the situation if you're on the other end. Okay, so I'm probably confusing you. That's really with number one. (laughs) Back to number two, getting curious about where that's coming from, right? Number three, we're going to determine how to move anger through our body. And this is such a huge part of working with anger. And how you work with it is probably going to vary depending upon where you're at, the situation that you're, you're in, how angry you are, and also the type of person that you are. It's going to take some time potentially for you to really figure out what works for you. But, you know, communicating can can be a great way. I know that if I'm starting to get really frustrated and my partner is open to um, me sharing why I'm upset, that can really help me to move that emotion through my body very easily. Um, communicating can be one. But once it's kind of past those like beginner <laughs> places with anger, then it's got to be worked through in different ways. And often these ways are alone, okay? So, so many different things that you could do. Uh, Screaming while driving down the road, screaming into your pillow. Like there are legitimate like scream therapies. Um, Use your voice, scream, yell, do whatever it is you need to do. Sound is so powerful for releasing these things. Um, Angry writing is another one. It was funny when my psychotherapist was like, you can angry, right? And I was like, no, F that, okay? <laughs> I am too impatient to do that. Um, but for some folks, this is great. You know, just don't send it, don't give it out, whatever. 
angry right um, another one is like twisting a towel you know like something like that um, and then the one that really resonates most with me is expressing it through my physical body and um, it was funny when my psychotherapist and I were like going through these different things and she was suggesting it and I was just like no 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 and then finally she was like well one of my clients she takes these empty liter Coke bottles and beats the crap out of her kitchen counter. And I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> full body yes on that for me. So before I explain this a little bit more, the number one thing I want to share about expressing anger like physically through movement um, and we might view, like some might view this as violent action. I certainly did it first until I, you know, changed my perspective on it and realized like that idea is just conditioning. Um, but you do not want to hurt yourself in the process of physically expressing your anger. And that might seem like an obvious, but I'm not sharing that with you for an obvious reason. So if you hurt yourself in the process, you actually... Um, prevent that energy from moving throughout your body. So it gets stuck in your body, right? So like if you put your hand through the wall, that's not going to serve a purpose, okay? Um, but beating the crap out of your kitchen counter, um, totally different thing. And this for me has been absolutely huge, huge, huge. I have had some of my most expansive, powerful healing sessions in utilizing this um, because I started having anger sessions for myself where I would literally just like really step into a place of anger, really think about all of the things that were really making me angry, you know, maybe about my childhood, maybe about whatever the case may be. And I would literally purposefully have these anger sessions where I would beat the crap out of um, actually my bed frame with a um, empty liter bottle. And I would just use my whole body in this process. And then for me, I always end up collapsing on the floor and just crying afterwards. Because I think what's really underneath a lot of, of our anger emotions is grief. You know, especially that anger that comes from past lives, perhaps comes from our childhood, perhaps comes from situations where we didn't, where we weren't in control, right? We didn't have power. And so there's so much grief there for a lot of us. And so oftentimes I would, you know, beat the crap out of something, fall into these very like just hard crying sessions. Um, and then tune into my inner child. And this is really uh, the fourth step is to once you move this emotion through your body, if it's a strong emotion, and this isn't always going to be necessary, but close your eyes, maybe grab like a pillow and connect with your inner child. You know, use your imagination, see how your inner child comes to you, right? Like what age are they? What is the look and expression on their face? What's going on with them? Are, are they scared? Are they, are they angry? Are they, you know what I mean? And just have a conversation with wherever it is that they're going on or whatever it is that's going on with them. Um, 
And doing inner child work is a completely different subject. I'm not here to talk about that today, but when I first started working with my inner child, she was not really happy to see me. She was like pretty standoffish, how I can be sometimes when I meet people, especially people who are really nice and like want to talk to me. I'm like, wait, what, who are you? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and so, and I had to, I had to kind of earn her trust. I had to get to know her. I had to, you know, and then we started doing work. And mind you, I did this in the beginning with my uh, psychotherapist, which I highly recommend working with one if you have that resource available to you. And then, of course, you can move out once you kind of get the hang of it and start working on your own. But me moving this anger through my body and then connecting in with my inner child has just been absolutely life-changing for me. So, and then the, the last step here, the fifth step, is to then handle the situation. And this might be a situation where your boundaries have been crossed. This might be a situation where you just, you know, like you may not even need to handle the situation with someone else. This might be all about you. But if there is a situation that requires you then stepping into conversation with someone else, you are going to be in such a completely different space to be able to do that. An empowered space, a knowledgeable space, right? A space that, I mean, like you will have given to yourself. You will have loved on yourself. You will have reparented yourself in that process. And quite frankly, from that space, beautiful, beautiful things can can come to fruition so this is all that i have for you today this episode ended up being way longer than i intended it for it to be but anger is a big topic and i just really want to encourage you in your life to spend time with this one especially if you are someone who hasn't you know isn't comfortable expressing anger or if you're someone who expresses it too intensely, like me, I now get to see myself in situations where I am so much more capable of just being aware of when I'm starting to get angry and then asking for that space and then getting curious and working with it way before it, it blows up into something that's unmanageable or I hurt someone in the process. And I can't even tell you what this has done for my life not only with anger and with the trust that I have with myself in holding such a huge emotion, but also just in being able to start tapping into other emotions. So take this information, use it for your benefit. Please share this episode with anyone that you think could benefit from it, utilize it in their own life, I would love to hear how it resonated with you. I would love to hear if you have your own anger practices, if whatever the case may be, share with me. I'd love to know. Thank you so much for being here today, for going on this anger journey with me. I pray that this serves you in all of the ways that I would love it to. If it inspired you, again, please share it with someone who could use this. Um, Pop it up on social media, all the things. Be sure to sign up for my email newsletter, 
community so that you get, you know, podcast updates, helpful resources, first dibs on promotions and stuff, all the things. Sending you so much love. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week.